So uh, today here on the uh, podcast, we have a special guest with us. Why don't you introduce yourself? Thanks, Bob. This is uh, your boy, Jeremy, Barbara, and Rogers. And I'm just on the uh, radio here to discuss uh, basic uh, dinner habits, best food to have when you're eating with uh, your fellow Yakubian buddies. Uh, my favorite is uh, a rich, dry mashed potato. Rich with, and dry. Mmm. With, with just the, the thickest, thickest, driest grilled chicken. How chicken should be made. Where, where can you find that? Is that at? Uh, do they have that at Loblaws? At the goddamn Loblaws. Oh my! What did you think, Bob? <laughs> Sally. Every, every night, Sally's. Been, <laughs> every night, Sally's been telling me that the Loblaws doesn't have the thickest potatoes. Of course it has the thickest potatoes. What do you put on the potatoes? Say no more. Say no more. Anyways, continue, please. I put the goddamn mayonnaise on the potatoes. I put the mayonnaise everywhere. So that's how it's rich and dry. Yeah, you know how those, uh, you know how the kids, uh, eat at, eat those, uh, goddamn, uh, fruit roll-ups at the recess? Uh I give my kids goddamn mayonnaise. That's what I give them. Wow. What do you think, Bob? (laughs) Oh. If I could have some goddamn mayonnaise right now. Oh, Barbara, are you okay? Oh, Bob, I just, uh, I let myself go, Bob. Oh, take it easy, take it easy. Oh, just move to the next segment, man. Uh, high top, lift lots, let's go. Oh, every day. What's up, everyone? Uh, it's Chris, aka Chris, aka Mr. Date Your Girl with you. Uh, today is a very special episode of High Top Flip Flops. We have our first pair of guests with us. Uh, finally, you don't have to listen to Jess Novak and I speak because uh, we realize that we're pretty boring. Like we had two episodes of content, and uh, and now we're done. So we need to start talking about other people, talk to other people. Of course, they tried to get us off the air. They tried so much. Who's they? <laughs> is that Barbara? Barbara, of course, Barbara and uh, Tim. And Reginald. Of course, Reginald. But uh, here are our guests, uh, Young Methusen, a.k.a. Young Couch, a.k.a. Let me sit on that chair, please, a.k.a. Let me eat those mashed potatoes, please. Say what up. What's, what, what are you guys saying? <laughs> yeah, I can't keep my... Uh, I can't keep anything straight right now, yeah? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> what else are you trying to keep straight right now, bro? <laughs> We got Anojin, aka Yo, let me watch uh, BET right now. AKA Yo, where's your sorrow at? AKA I need a fresh white tea. Yo, what up guys? Where yeah. uh where are you traveling from today, man? Where where are you guys both traveling from today? Um I'm coming from Scarborough actually. Okay. I think he has the more interesting location. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming from Brampton. Brampton, you drove all the way to to this undisclosed location because we can't let the haters know where we're at. Home of the Pronta. That's right. Uh, that's exactly where we're at. We're at Maple Ridge Drive. I won't oh. tell you the house number, but that's it. There's a few Maple <laughs> you Ridge don't Drive. Know. There's a few Maple Ridge Drives in uh, in this country. So, yeah, try and find me if you're trying to. You know, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Exactly. Home, Real, home of the best grilled chicken. Actually, probably. <laughs> tried, and t- tried and tested. Real quick, I have to get something off my chest. Um, as a part of Soup It Up, if you uh, were one of our, what was it, 300,000 on the first video? First uh, pod? Yeah, divided by like 
you know, 1,500. Yeah, I got mad viewers. Chris Rock DM'd me, try to write the show with me. I was like, chill, we need to get the pod popping for us. Wow, he tried to, he, Chris Rock tried to take Christopher Chris Rock. Rock off the show. Yeah, whoa, this yo, I said hell no when he sent me that DM. Yo. I was like, do you even know who, uh, who Chris is? Do you even know who Chris and the make are, bro? Have you seen my fire tweets, bro? Like, so Chris on. Rock tried to slide into your DM. Of course, but that's not the point. Um, as a part of Soup It Up 2, uh, one breakfast morning, aka last Friday, I placed two pieces of bread in the toaster. Now, usually one would attach butter to those two pieces of bread. So I go, I pull out the margin, of course not butter, because butter is more expensive and it's more um, hard to handle, right? It's more real. It's more real. I'm not, I don't keep it real in the mornings. I don't keep it real all the time. <laughs> Only when I'm outside. Um, and I opened the, the tub of the, I think it was Beesel. Or Bessel? Was it Bezel? <laughs> Bezel. Bezel. How we Bezel. It. Bezel. It is Bezel. Bezel. Okay. What do I see? Leaves. Leaves. I don't see a butter. I see leaves. What is that? What kind of leaves? Um, just like green leaves that my mom makes me eat in the morning to gain memory, but Actually, really, just uh, like straight up, just the leaves. I think it's my spinach. Um, yeah, straight up leaves that are a little wet. <laughs> Curly so leaves. Them. Uh, I think so. Like or the leaves they? that they're like this big. So length of your thumb. Everybody on the podcast listening, you'll understand that for sure. Uh, length of my thumb, maybe half of my thumb. And my mom says some BS every morning, like, hey, it's going to help your memory. Obviously, I respect her because she taught me how to um, poop and eat in general. So I respect her. Sorry, he had to live um, as a minority but, in um, this country, you know? Yeah. Shout out, like. But uh, no, of- uh, no offense to my mother, my biological. Just uh, come on, don't trick us with putting leaves in the butter. You know, I'm trying to eat some uh, disgusting margarine. I'm not trying to eat some fresh leaves. But on the other hand, on the other hand, I have to say this. Did you, were you not suspicious upon picking up the margarine tub and not feeling any weight? I thought I was very uh, lucky that day. And that uh, maybe, oh, wow, this is light. Maybe it's easier on me. The butter. Okay, when was the last <laughs> time you consumed the butter? Or the margarine uh, Probably tub? the day before. <laughs> so you're so, so telling me you, you imagine that, like, the, dra- the difference. Well, I thought we had a monster in our house that ate all the margarine. So you so had margarine the day before. I had margarine the day before. Okay. Okay. And, so, um, okay, so then to add to that, so then what happened to all the margarine that you had prior oh, to? Was that empty? Some backstory. We have several tubs of margarine. Okay. Like three or four tubs of margarine. But only one of them is actually margarine. Or three of them is margarine. Oh, One of them is leaves. So I, yeah. Well, three of them are um are they, like, sealed. Brands? Like, Two of them I are sealed. I can't believe it's not butter. And then you have B-cell. <laughs> you have it butter. is real butter. <laughs> That's the OG brand. The yellow with the muffin on it. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. OG brand. I've never That's had the best it. butter, bro. Really? It's the best never. margarine. It actually tastes like butter. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think there's a big sale on the B-cell. Um So we caught mad tubs. Great. Okay. Right. And then um, unfortunately I was tricked. And then I ate my uh, bread, I put leaves in it, and I ate it. Like so a real person. Good. No mayonnaise. No, uh, nah. Uh, I don't like mayonnaise also. <laughs> what about flavored like hot mayonnaise? That would be interesting. Like hot sauce flavored mayonnaise? Yo, the jalapeno, jalapeno mayo. mayo. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is a wicked, thing. Bro. Really? Yo, yeah. get it a lot right burger, now. Man? I might actually so do that. Chipotle mayo. You can flavor your mayo. This is, this is where... This is where... Non-Yakubians... <laughs> 
came through and blessed mayo for everyone. They're like, yo, why don't you take a flavor that tastes good with mayo and just mosh it together and then eat it together, plain and simple. The, the like, origin of that story is actually um, a good friend of ours, Ajit, uh, back in the uh, early 1900s, went to a picnic with um, Ikubians, a.k.a. white people. And they gave him uh, bologna sandwiches with mayonnaise. And he's like, uh, oh, what's mayonnaise, right? And then they're like, oh, it's the best thing we have, best thing going. Uh, and he eats it and he spits it out. He's like, what is this garbage? And he experiments night and day. He adds spices, you know, he adds jalapeno. And he creates that product, which is the jalapeno uh, mayonnaise. Yeah. So he can consume it. Yeah. And he did it for us. So. He did it for us, man. Shout out to Ajit. Does he actually sell this? Is this like a legit product he yeah. sold? He like, he like, he got, what's the term for it? Like, um, he got a patent? Did he get a patent for that? And like sell it to like Loblaws or something? Or? I, I'd really doubt that anyone would give a brown man patent for anything. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, Google? Did you get a patent uh, on that? Is get that your patent? Googles on, folks. <laughs> get your Googles on. <laughs> Isn't he a Tamil dude too? Um, probably. I, I think he's from, you think he's from like, he's South Indian, Tamil. Um, yeah, I think he's from Malvern. Yeah, he's from Malvern. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Also, I think Geodude, if Geodude was from um, Toronto, he'd be from uh, Malvern. Oh Ge- my dude. Geodude? Geodude the Pokemon. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's uh, think, let's let's talk about that for a second. I'm not, like, okay, Pokemon Go, clearly the biggest thing. We don't need to talk about it. We already know some people like it, some people don't like it. But if if Pokemon were from Toronto or Southern Ontario, where, what Pokemons would be from different neighborhoods? The, I know perfect Pokemon for the bluffs, uh, Ghastly. Ghastly from the bluffs? Bro, that place is so spooky at night. I wouldn't even be surprised. Okay, so that's just like a, that's a literal one. That's mm-hmm. like a literal, a spooky one. Okay. I think uh, Lugia yeah. would be from like Richmond Hill. Uh, or... I, I feel you. Very like upper class. Yeah. Mm, it's yeah, like I a nicer it's... part of, uh, I mean, yeah, Richmond Hill, like you think about Richmond Hill pretty close to Markham. Markham's like, I'm trying to think. Like Richmond Hill, yeah, is like is like a nicer extension of of Markham, basically, right? And like of yeah. all the, of all the like birds, of all the like major birds, uh, Lugia is supposed to be this one that's like a little bit higher and like bringer of like peace, right? All right, but on some real talk, so where do you think Jinx would be from? Jinx, eh? Hmm, I feel like that's a tricky Pokemon. It's a trickster. It's, it's a it's it's basically black with big uh, red lips. And has the blonde purple, hair. I thought it was a purple one, right? No, yeah, it has like uh, blonde hair. Yeah, right. that one. Where's Jinx? Mm. From? Okay, Jinx probably does uh, credit card fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Jinx looks like she does credit card fraud. Sure. She'd be, she'd be repping like Gucci, the Gucci purse. <laughs> yeah, she lives at Silver Springs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> She's all the way at Silver Springs. Uh, right but, across from Grace Hospital. But where? <laughs> Best. Um, I'd say coughing and wheezing would be from Scarborough. Oh, right? definitely, because they're you know, live from the gutter. Live. What wouldn't that also put like Ekins and Arbok and like the snake pit oh. and Muck? <laughs> oh, the Grimer, Grimer is up muck, there. Yeah, Grimer's up there. Some of them could be downtown Toronto. Yeah, which one would be which ones would be downtown Toronto? Let's talk about this. Different. We can talk about different neighborhoods in downtown Toronto as well, right? Like, I'm trying to think. Um, I'd say. I'd say like maybe maybe uh what's the what's the boxing one? Pimon Chan. 
Come on, champ. I feel like he'd be from he or she. It would be from uh, from like Parkdale. <laughs> I don't know. That's my association. And then High Park. Yeah. 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 As soon as you go west, you just get some. Yeah, some weird Muay Thai guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like I've ever been there. You just, you just get bodied yeah. in the in downtown? Yeah. That's kinda true. I can see that. Where would Pikachu be from? Let's just let's just stick with basics. Where would Pikachu nah, be like, from? I just feel like Pikachu is like the most basic of all Pokemon. It's from really? Ajax, I thought, bro. Maybe like <laughs> Rosedale maybe Rosedale. He's from the Jazz. Yeah. Rosedale's kinda nice. Yeah, bro. that's what I'm saying. Like that's where he probably he, he acts like he's like you know, an everyday Pokemon, but you can't catch that no, shit in the know, wild. You know, I thought he's a goat Pokemon. He is like he's stuck, stuck by like ashes. Goat Pokemon, the, like the best Pokemon, the hardest to get. No, he's not. Actually. One of the hardest. It's like, just like, really. you know, Ash fucked up and he didn't want to evolve his shitty Pikachu into a. a yeah. Oh yeah, Ash never did that. Yeah, he oh. gave him a stone that stops him from evolving. Yeah, bro. Whoa, yo, that's. That's kind of messed up. No, right? no, it was Pikachu's decision, though, so, you know. Oh, consent. oh that, that's... <laughs> consent, consent. Oh, yeah. consent. Okay, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Actually, they had, like, a mutual <laughs> relationship. But I oh, never understand good. how Ash can understand all those Pokemon, though. He must be high as shit. <laughs> Probably. He must where, be... <laughs> where is the sign set? Is that Don Mills? Don yeah, Don Mills Don and uh, Eglinton-ish. Mewtwo. Mewtwo's from Oh, Don yeah, Mills. that's true, that's true. It has mm. to be. The science project. But, like, do you hear about all those stampedes, though, from all the Pokemon Go at, like... Um, Central Park and stuff Yeah Have any of them yeah. happened In Toronto Or close Oh to yeah us? So I was at the guild The other day And um, It was so funny Cause like One kid from all the way In the other corner Was like Squirtle And I see like 15 mans run from this way And all the way To where that guy was right? Really And they were all like Just their Pokemon Go hunters You know First of all If you see a fire Pokemon Don't yell at the name Of that <laughs> Pokemon catch the, catch the Pokemon Then yell it and then it's already gone, so the people already run for no reason. That's Is that how do. it works? Like, you can't catch No, no, no. You, uh, if you see one, like, anyone can catch it, but if you fail to catch it, it'll run away. But other people might still be able to catch it. So there's a story where um, there was a Pikachu in a guy's backyard, right? So the guy was, like, he was, he was on Reddit. He posted this. So these two kids came up to his door, and he's like, uh, Sir, there's a Pikachu in your backyard. Can we go to your backyard and catch it? So he turns to them and looks at them, and he's like, Nah, bitch, the Pikachu's mine. Closes the door and he catches the Pikachu. <laughs> City, man. Because, yeah, like what you just said, you said, like, if if you, like, catch it or whatever, then, like, a bu- bunch of other people can catch it. But as soon as, like, you miss it, it will run away. Yeah. So if you have, like, you know, okay, if it is this, like, Central Park thing where there's, like, 300 people, any man can just suss the flex and just, yeah. like, completely swipe it. It's gone. <laughs> and it's you gone, fucked right? this up. That's like, it all up. No. It's screwed all up. That's the thing. So I would 100%. If I was Pokemon Go hunting, I would, like, you know, if I did play and I knew you guys would play, maybe I'd message one of you and be like, hey, if you're around the area, like, low-key, there's one here. But, like, man, they're playing it all while they're on the highway and shit. There's implications, man. I mean, there's, like, it's kind of, uh, I mean, this is, like, this is, like, the one-eighth of me that's, like, a conspiracy theorist. As I was talking to you guys off mic about these, like, conspiracy section right now of high top flip flops this conspiracy is a conspiracy section. google right now bro oh yeah is getting video footage of like every corner every like inch of someone's house mm. backyards like did they have that stuff before no did they now did i'm sure somewhere in the fine print like again i don't know the game like this is me being a lazy researcher but like maybe if we look in the fine print like there's some 
I agree button that you pressed that you don't remember it or you didn't Whoa. know that. Apparently, like when, the game, when, when the game came out, you could I, you have cho- two choices. Like you could create a account with like Google, like using your Gmail, or you could create another email with the, their company kind of uh, thing. So Nintendo. when you when you sign in with the Google email, it asks you. Uh, Google, I mean, it asks permission to access, like, you know, personal information, all that stuff. And people, you know, just blindly hit okay without thinking the of ramification, obviously. So people were afterwards, they were like talking about how, you know, now Google's in, like, knows where you are at all times. And there was a talk of how the government knows where you are at all times. Yeah, man. I mean, like, they probably already do. Yeah, we're probably we're marked inside that term agreement it was like haha you just sold me your life and all <laughs> yeah. your information and your family is screwed haha ha, ha. yeah, exactly. but in like better of, words it's kind of like that uh, South Park episode right where uh, they, they press the I agree button and they all agree to like uh, become a human centipede right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why did we read the fine print <laughs> this is a serious PSA announcement man. PSA just like read, read the, the fine print, print or anytime anytime it just like casually is just like Hey, can we have access? Like, think about <clears throat> just think about what what you're saying when you're when it says let Google or let this company that's significantly greater than your life will ever be that's now has access. That, that's what you want to tell your kids. Huh? Bruh, that's what you want to. I mean, grand <laughs> like, scheme of things, right? It's you like, are insignificant. <laughs> but like, you'll never be greater than anything. Hey, man. I mean. This is the world. This is the glass ceiling that's above us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here, man. We're gonna be stuck with mayonnaise, and uh, and be confronted for enjoying spicy foods mm. forever, man. Delicious. And uh, and yeah, we could we could potentially never be bigger than Google because they can belittle us and hold us hold us back. You know, the government. Like, I mean, the whole San Bernardino case, right? Like, we know that Apple. Are you guys familiar with the like the San Bernardino like oh, the, 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 the shooting with the and then basically to like unlock his phone? Yeah, the, the FBI wanted you know they wanted access to the phones, and Apple said we won't give you backdoor encryption because basically giving you backdoor encryption to means two everyone's phones means liable. everyone's And then like two months later, the FBI are like, well, we got like a third party company from uh, overseas to do it for yeah. like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so it's like so realistically, like you think about situations like those which I have a nice segue for here. You think about situations like those and then you think about what these companies are really doing when they like put out these apologies or be like, no, we're not going to do this. Like you guys remember like the John Gomeshi scandal, Mm -hmm. right? Like a day, like a day before he goes to jail and then he's acquitted. He makes this whole thing about, oh, I have a problem. I'm sorry. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Because the day before all anyone knew was that he was fired. So then immediately you have like sympathy or you have people immediately empathizing with them. And that's the ploy. Right? That's the smartest thing he could do. Hires a woman as his lawyer. And like, and like, like she was like a legendary lawyer. She, she yeah, but who did she go for after? Like, who did she, um, no, but like that, she had a big case prior, but yeah, like that's the thing, bro. Even like women in the industry, right? Like if she gets those cases, cause she's a woman, right? Cause if I'm, uh, John, like I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make sure I have the best possible defense, and mm. who better to defend me from an allegation by women than a, a woman? But she also does a very good job. He right. got acquitted. Yeah, you know, no, 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 came out and said, "Oh, he touched me." He, uh, and it's he wild me because and... the the reasoning behind it was like, "Yo, he got, he got." Like it's one of these things where like she found the finest detail, and it was I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Yo, she was. It she... was basically just like. Your proof isn't good enough proof, mm. which is just like, yo, yeah. that's just so scary because essentially like 
the question now is just like to like to what extent like that's just like that's just like now the key it's just like yeah. every like low key lore is like that's it keys, we just keys. we just yeah we just have to prove that this evidence isn't good enough evidence but it's like where do you draw the line between someone being like yo this guy has messed me up emotionally yeah mentally. exactly kind of scary well OJ mm. got out exactly I'm just saying now you think about this the the latest the latest uh, kind of version of this with Taylor Swift and her and her little apology biggest being enemy like, being like being like oh like I, just like okay let's let's talk this one through let's talk this one through so from what I understand right this goes back to 2009 this goes back to when the MTV recording thing is, right yeah and he's just like you know Beyonce the greatest album all time oh, yeah. <laughs> greatest video all time sorry all MTV had to do was give Beyonce the award she deserved none of this would happen <laughs> I none of this would um, happen because Taylor Swift honestly that video looked like it was directed by Bro, me yeah. when I was 14 or any 14 year old it was a very simple video that Taylor Swift video but hey MTV you know sure that was their call that's right and then you know back and forth and whatever it's just like you know friends not friends apologies not apologies Kanye being like, I'm sorry. The next minute being like, I don't regret anything I say. <laughs> just like, I'm trying to be the awesomest, awesomeness. Just like, all right, cool, man. But then there's this incident. It's like... Oh, right before that, the... I think, was it the... Uh, Oscars. Um, when she won the Grammys, right? Right. When she won the Grammys and she went up and she made and a whole speech about how no, no one People can... taking away your credit, right? Yeah, Because I'm pretty on. sure, like, Kanye's album dropped, like... A little a bit earlier, right? And it's like, oh, everyone heard the line from Famous and was like, Ooh. I that bitch famous. Man, that's a, it's a, bra- it's a crazy track, man. It's it is. A it's, nice wa- track. it's a good song, yo. You play that? It's a yeah. good song. See, if uh-huh. he, if if MTV gave that award to Beyonce, we might have never got that song. So, yeah, we might have never got that uh, classic Kanye track. Essentially, yeah. Or exposing for exposing Taylor for who she is. Yeah, she's a snake. <laughs> Uh, also, America's uh, biggest thought. Um, I'm you not, really don't like her. Eh? I'm not a huge fan. Okay, America's first thought? of all, I think she's America's thought, so, not America's uh, sweetheart. Was it sweetheart? Yeah. Can you uh, can you explain to everyone what a thought is, just in case there's a viewer, you know, who's oh, just wow. trying to learn? Thought is that hoe over there. Now, what I'm saying with that, I'm what? not meaning woman who has uh, intercourse freely, because I support that. Girl, let that girl have sex, you know? We're using this colloquially, if you want to use big terms, we're using this colloquially as a term that comes from uh, hip-hop culture, which already has uh, misogynistic and, like, patriarchal uh, implications implications embedded into it. So, if by association we are culprits, maybe we have something to... uh, think about it later tonight but <laughs> we'll keep it moving for the time being when i say thought when i call it taylor thought i don't mean she's a uh, mad thought down here i mean she's um she's just i mix everything into one word because thought sounds bad and i feel like that's just what happens with the snakery I, I, I would assume thievery. that she's just a really shitty person conniving oh mm. yeah that's a better word for it human thesaurus man I'm sure she like saw a kid licking ice cream someone smacked the ice cream cone out of the kid's hand once or twice three times we don't know uh, she's kind of like she's like Cruella DeVille minus the dogs <laughs> oh that's Ooh. deep is reference that, is that 101 deep, Dal- uh, Dalmatians deep, reference yeah that's a deep reference for your kids is she though is she though or was that was that nah uh, at least nah like you always knew she was evil but like Taylor's like always put on that facade right like she was some America's sweetheart yeah I'm just making con- country music oh wait I'm just gonna make hip hop music now cause I get way more views also, America's Sweetheart is Miley Cyrus. 
Which one? Think about that. Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus? No. The whole way. The whole way. Uh, on another podcast, that'll be mentioned again. But um, <laughs> We need a separate podcast for Miley Cyrus. But Yo, my opinion, Mandy Moore, dog. Mandy Moore, eh? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like she hasn't done anything since 2001, and it's just like... She's still, she's still 2000. I mean, she just had movies. She had like an album, yeah. uh-huh. but like since then, it's just like she's just normal, you know. But you can just hold that. It's like 2001 for Mandy Moore still, you know. She's very clean. 2001 was a good year. We were in grade six. I was in grade, <laughs> I was in grade one. Well, we were all in grade one actually. Yeah. We were all the same. Year? <laughs> yeah, 94. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, man. Wait. But this Taylor issue. Yeah, we have to get back to this. Um, as most really of you have seen, huh? 9-11? That was 2001, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not 16. Yeah. Thanks, man. That was an interesting year. <laughs> yeah, but um, everybody's seen the video of uh, Yeezy basically asking her permission uh, to use her name in that track. And she said, oh, yeah, it's totally cool. Then when the song drops, she's all like, uh, it's all the little girls. Don't let... Um, Anybody steal your shine? Um, all that. Uh, she's basically a fraud. America, you raised a fraud. Um, Tennessee, oh, God, right? Really Tennessee, probably. Um, probably yeah. there, Texas. Um, so that's white privilege. That's peak white privilege. Similar to Melania Trump when she oh. stole the goddess, uh, Mrs. Obama. She Lotus. stole her floatus. She stole bits of her speech. Basically, the whole speech. Um, to the to the goat, Miss Obama, and she put in her speech, white privilege too, and then cops shooting, murdering black people, getting away with it, white privilege three. That's so, the trifecta, the hat trick. The trifecta, you know, it just keeps happening. So, basically, I called you all here to come up with a solution to stop uh, white privilege. Uh, so one, two, three, go! Oh my. Stop white, this is white the privilege. Group of, this is the group of people you chose. <laughs> I, I this came. Is a think tank. I thought I selected each of you for your qualities. Okay, your okay. different qualities. Okay, to expand, to expand on this, can we just for the sake of uh, comedic effect here? Can we, can I ask what we're all doing with our lives right now to really just add to why we are the best people to tackle this topic? Go ahead. What what, what uh, what's currently going on in your life right now? Um, I just graduated from social work from Ryerson. Nice man. I'm planning to possibly pursue a career in law. And man, okay, you're relatively qualified <laughs> <laughs> to talk about this. Okay, and that's good. See, this is uh, an issue that comes up in like my daily right, life, right? And also in my like when I hang out with my friends, like you know, the shit white people say is a huge meme now. Like any any Google search yields like things my old white racist grandma said. That's true. Actually, my friend, uh, she's from she's a francophone. She's from Quebec. Uh, she told me how um, there was an incident where she was out with her grandma in a restaurant, and uh, an Aboriginal couple walked by, and uh, in just plain French, she's like savage, meaning Ooh. meaning savage. Yeah. This is this is actually this is this is something that I've talked I've talked about with my friend, and we've kind of been indifferent about it. But I think I know where I stand. Like. Like again, another colloquial term that's used by so many of us is like, "Yo, he's a sav dog. Yo, he's a savage, <laughs> right?" And like, grand scheme of things, again, very similar to how we use the terms like retarded, we use the terms gay. We don't understand the implication of straight up saying that to someone who is literally, you know, you, that term is used as just like a 
you know, it's Completely derogatory. Bel- yeah, belittling okay. term, you know? Um, That's true. I never thought about savage. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, it's like, as soon as you know, it's, you know, mm. it's like a, a, a choice you can make to continue to use it or not. And like, a lot of people are like, it's not that serious. And again, it's just like anything that we say, right? Um, much like, you, you know, someone making a racist joke. Oh, it's not that serious. But is it? Is it not? Mm. What are the implications? Where is it deep rooted? In? Why do you feel like it's okay to say it? You know, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. That one token but black But all friend. lives matter, you know? Like, oh. they're like I, I think, like, you know, being for, you know, visible minorities, like, we can sit here and, and shame so much, right? But, like, a lot of yeah, it just, be, just begins with, like, knowing where you are, knowing, like, we have privileges, you know what I mean? Growing up as, like, I, I think it's fair to say we're all middle class, you know, Canadian citizens. One way or another, although we are... You know, visible minorities, all Tamil Canadians, like, being a Canadian citizen alone, like, in the international scheme of things, like, provides us with so many more privileges than, sure than like, a lot of people have, you know? Like, like although we are of color, we still have that... No, like, if we were right? to do, um, this is a terrible thing to say, like, if we were to do a hi- hierarchy of people from, like, the least oppressed... And to the yeah. most oppressed, we would nowhere be in the bottom. Of exactly, course exactly. But to say that, like, of course, there's um, there's a degree of uh, struggle that we face on a daily basis, mm. whether it be, like, you know, invisible, like, we don't see, like, we'd be like, you'd be walking down the street and someone says something and it doesn't yeah. really click until you get home and, like, okay, that might have been a little racist. Yeah. Or, like, the fact that, like, every time you introduce yourself and you say, well, I'm ca- uh, where are you from? And you say... Uh, Canada. I'm from Markham. Like, I'm from Scarborough. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, no, no, no. Where are you really from? Yeah. And then so that to having to explain to everybody your origins, your yeah. ancestors, and uh, what your grandparents did for a living. That's an alienation. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just right like, there, oh, yeah. you can't be from here, right? I'm like, yeah. How do you speak English so well? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think uh, a customer asked me that. Where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Scarborough. He's like, where are you really from? I'm like, Hello, I'm from Sri Lanka. <laughs> Ceylon. I'm from Ceylon. Ceylon. No, no, like, it's actually ridiculous because I work at a call center, right? So uh, we get like random people calling, and then when people call in, it's the funniest thing because I'll be like, my name's Enojin, and then they'll be like, oh, so where are you, where are you located? And I'll be like, Markham, Ontario, and then they'll be like, no, but really, where are you? Aren't you Indian, man? brown people Indian. in Canada, you know? Like, no, they're, they're like, they're, like they're calling from Alberta. Like they don't really see like brown people as much. True. They're very alienated from it, right? So when they hear a brown person, we're speaking like proper English. What's which is wild? It's just like oh, like you guys yeah. speak proper English. It's like well, you know, fuck, we're growing up around all these white people. Like yeah, of course like, our accent isn't gonna be one. Yeah, she's like, like, where's your accent? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Mark of dog. One one. Well, Mark of dog. Big things lit. Big things popping. Yeah, mad things. Yo, dog finna Ziva Express dog. Yo, worst worst. Transit oh, ever, no shout out to given to. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, uh, Durham is terrible. But the thing is, <laughs> these pe- these people may not be racist at all. They might be the most um, like welcoming people, but they just don't know of us. They don't, yeah, they don't see that's, us. That's so. very true. That's very true. Because most of those people that we I talk to, they're very nice. And at the end of the day, they they, they ask about my day. You know, like they they, they still interact with you as a person. They just mm. don't know who a brown person is, right? Yeah. 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 Most of the time it's just like it's just invisible, you know? And at the end of the day, like it's something that, you know, you try to like get over and stuff and then like at the end of the day you actually think about it, I'm like, you know, like this wouldn't have happened to someone else. And then you're like, you know, 
That's yeah. you end up having a shitty day. But like on a real note though, what's the most I don't want to say racist, but the most interesting thing a person has ever asked you about your like your culture or your background? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. the most interesting, or like the most just kind of like like or just like obscure, ignorant, maybe? Yeah. maybe something most ignorant thing. Hey, where can I get some good samosas? Where <laughs> can <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, like I'd never eat those. I don't know. Samosa I don't game. Know what those Shout are. Shout out to Samosa yeah. Game. Oh. Shout out to the sponsor, Samosa King. <laughs> Samosa King. Dave, Yo, uh, I love that, that one. Ch- uh, there's a guy at Samosa King where, like, every time you ask for, like, let's say, kotroti, he'd be like, one chicken kotroti. And he just says everything together. And I'm like, oh, my friend took me there just so that he can hear him say it. <laughs> and I, I'm like, okay, is something supposed to happen? No, and he started laughing. And I'm like, what and he's like yeah that like sir can you say that again he's like one chicken kororri <laughs> <laughs> that's something uh, that's fucking something even like uh, Russell Peters used to make fun of in like mm. his old old stand up about like talking to Tamils and then one just like having super super long last names mm. and two just like spitting just like super speaking way too fast sometimes oh you brought up something good that relates to uh, you know Aziz Ansari just got the Emmy nod. That's right. First oh, brown person to... ever to wow. nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, man. That's it's just wild. That's just a nom. That's all. That's all I need. You know. I, da- I damn near teared up at work. You know. Yeah. I damn near. I was like, wow. It's amazing, man. His that's show wild. is so good. Master of None. Very good. It was a very good show, man. I think. Very I think my show. favorite part about him is there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing about him. In terms of what is uh, what is displayed as a lead male role in America, <laughs> yeah, that exactly. is just like that is like is not even like it's not even just like his skin color. It's like like almost like obnoxious like pitch of his voice. He's just like <laughs> bulging eyes. His height. <laughs> he's got like pointy feet. You know, he walks kind of funny. Like mm. his his vernacular is like very whiny. Yeah, you know. He's just like he's like a foodie, you know what I mean? Like My all sneakies. Yeah, yeah, it's like all like he's the kind of guy who like you can no. you can exactly you can picture him being like mom like I need my snuggies to go to bed. You know what I mean? Like he's just that kind of guy, and like yeah. this guy's still making waves, you know, because through his comedy he channels, you know, some of the things that we have already talked about. It's just like you know acknowledging that he is an American, but also acknowledging that he's just like a like a Tamil Muslim in, in America, you know, mm-hmm. that he's a visible minority, that he's like, he's another, and he's always going to face that in his life through like, you know, his relationships or whatever it is. Like, that's just like a very, it, it's a, one of these things where like, it's not, it's not like, uh, like Russell Peters. It's not like a lot of these like Canadian, um, what's, what's the other guy? Uh, Sammy something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sugar Sammy. Sugar Sammy. And then there's yeah. the other guy who's like on CBC all the time. What's his name? Sean? Sean something, yeah. Sean something, yeah. Um, like, yeah, these guys, like, again, it's just like uh, like a, like a an exploitation that, you know, yeah. is like, is almost is almost as like problematic as what Dave Chappelle used to talk about or like, you know, spoke on afterwards about how like, mm. just like a lot of the things that he joked about uh, was, you know, perpetuating like a way of life or per- perpetuating like a culture that yeah, you felt was like the stereotype, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like a lot of people will say, nah, man, you know, um, it's just a joke. And, and if you can look at it as a joke, um, then it, it's, it's okay. But it's not, it's not a joke if you hear the Russell Peters accent when you're at work and you're, when your boss is like, 
nothing is coming. Yeah. I'm like, no, oh, dude. Man, yeah. Stop. Exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just not funny when you kind of hear these things because it's just like yeah, it's like who, mm. by like saying these jokes, right? Um. But yeah, but Aziz never really did it that way, you know. Yeah. Like, like in yeah. in any of his standup. And even in his That's character so in Master of None, it's like it's a guy who's a whiny individual who's not particularly muscular or good at sports. Yeah. But he has no problem getting girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Um, he's still just like a, an average human being, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there is, yeah, there is nothing that that is. I think the cool part is, is like his one defining feature that that makes him that makes this grant or this Emmy nod like significant. That makes him as just like a prominent comedian significant is that he is a person of color, and he's and he's he's from South India, you mm-hmm. know. So. Yeah, big shout out to him. I think it's the first South Asian person, even right? Yeah, yeah, first South Asian ever, first colored person ever. Like, and there's like no wait, no, I don't, I don't like. I think color. You can't say colored person. Like, I think black people have have gone for for this role. I don't know. Yeah, because it was the 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 article was um it was about South Asian. That's actually good. I don't actually think black people have been nominated for lead, and the comedy especially. Yeah. Well. That's true. I'm gonna look this up in the meantime. But you know, it'd be messed up. You know, like when whitewashing happens in uh, like Hollywood and stuff. Imagine the Raj Gujarpali. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like no when uh, no when uh, like a white it? person plays a colored oh, person yeah, role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so thing. imagine they get a nom- nomination for so the role. What, as like yeah. A, so what does that say? Does that mean like you're very good at playing a brown person? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You think about Ben Kingsley. He yeah. was like, that was like his huge oh, thing. Prince of Persia, but Gandhi, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh Which my well, God. Man. Yeah, I forgot but about that. At the that. same time, like, do you think they could have found a brown person that was bald or even close to bald and that could have played that, that spoke role? spoke English too. Yeah, I think they yeah. could have if they oh. searched. But they were like, nah. Let's just spend yeah, like, like half Jungle an hour Book. And jump. Jungle Book was like they actually got. Uh, I, he was Indian, I think. I because think. now they're pressed. Now they're pressed to find. Brown people, black people. Yeah, after the yeah, Oscars, after yeah. all this, after that. So, yeah. Okay, but taking how okay, so we talk about Ben Kingsley and Gandhi way back when. Obviously, yes, there has been a little bit more consciousness now, a little bit more. It is almost it is essentially like affirmative action in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we gotta get a color guy, you know, it's some a, like a person of color to play in this role. But I'm looking at this right now because I knew about this movie. Twenty like last year, there's a movie called Learning to Drive. It's about like a taxi driver. He's a Punjabi guy. Yeah. Um, and it's played by Ben Kingsley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. Oh, ben man. Kingsley, no. Ben, ben your lesson, Ben. You just want my I love Ben Kingsley, though. <laughs> We're coming for Ben Kingsley now. Yeah, you know how, um, <laughs> you know how uh, Trump had made this thing how immigrants are taking uh, their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what do we do when this happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we right. get a few roles already, and we have exactly. white people taking the and your wife taking the the real work from a hardworking American. How about that? Because huh? be- technically, Melania Trump, who's an immigrant, stole the speech from Mrs. <laughs> Obama. Yo, so many memes came after that. Yeah. The cheating on the test. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. That's... You know, I, I just stopped watching the news. I just go on Instagram, and I find memes, and then right. now, I'm, now I know what, what's happening. He's caught up, what's happening. essentially. <laughs> because because the news is is that meme-worthy. But, okay, this... Okay, let me let me put it this way though. Something that's also worth considering is how how almost 
anything or everything is is becoming a meme. Like I could literally take a picture of like any one of your faces right now and just like put something that's like not even funny. Yeah. Like, put it on. There's someone in the world. You know. You know like, how much. Yo, this is yeah. <laughs> you know how much the Grumpy Cat girl made? Ninety nine million dollars from all the merchandise that she made for Grumpy Cat. Oh my. Just because she put a a cat with a um with. A grumpy looking yeah. cat on the internet, <laughs> essentially, and made like merchandise, like pillows, uh, like even T-shirts and stuff like that. She made like she disclosed um, it was like ninety nine million dollars. Mm. So does anyone have a cat? Yeah, real talk. <laughs> that's. that's I mean, that's the thing. It's just like when when it becomes accessible to so many people without context of like where it's coming from, you know. Desensitization is just like is almost like. Or just like it happening in like masses is like bound to happen. There's so many examples of this that I'm going to talk about right now. So memes, prime example, right? It's just happening for anything, happening for everything. Okay, like a good like you think about the original memes. You got like troll face, the Yao Ming face. Um, oh right? yeah, the yeah, flip the yeah. desk yeah. are like three big ones. Like, the, the fap one. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And they're like all just like two D, black and white. That's it. All started from like four chan or whatever it is, right? Then it kind of moved into like some of the other ones. So like bad luck Brian. Uh, there's like scumbag. Oh Steve, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, scumbag. There's one where it's like it's like one picture, but <laughs> the, the baby but the caption shit. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the guy that was uh, like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like the stone <laughs> guy, right? Stone guy. What's the exactly. guy from um, Matrix? You? Uh, yeah, but uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. yeah Keanu Reeves, the yeah, one exactly. he's sitting on the bench with the kid. Exactly. So it's like so it's like the <laughs> oh, same yeah. picture with different captions. Yeah, like people yeah, being yeah. witty with Amazing. a similar kind of face, right? Then you move into the realm where it's just like there's a point where memes hit facebook and that's when it started blowing exploding up, right yeah, and like this yeah. is this is where everyone everyone starts getting it. and then you have people who originally were on 4chan or like you don't get why these are funny or like you don't get where they're coming they're from. like we're the originators exactly they're the hipsters and like and like and more importantly it's just like you know like a lot of 4chan is like based around like a lot of like terrible misogyny so yeah, like a lot of like super racism and stuff like that there's a lot yeah. of shit stuff so it's like you think about these people being upset about you taking it you know, a lot of people can be like, yo, we're empowering these memes or whatever. But on top of that, there's sometimes where like memes literally aren't used for the right thing or the right thing at all. And, like you think about now, it's like, okay, here's like a prime example is the, the Jordan, the crying Jordan. Oh, right? the crying Jordan. So, so it's like, so originally, so, so it started from a photo of like Jordan almost like being like a emotional crying, but not. Out that was of a like, Hall of Fame. Exactly. Hall of Fame it wasn't out of sadness. It was like, yeah. a, it was just like an emotional moment. He being inducted into the That's Hall so of Fame. The man's, the so man. it's like a very like, yeah. how is he going to tear up after he said, there's no, there's no I in team, but there is in when. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. It's just like, that's, you know, that's, that's go Jordan, right? And it's like, you think about why he's crying, you think about his legacy, it's like, yeah, the man could cry, right? But then someone, <laughs> someone took that, someone photoshopped that, and then they started using it for um, sadness in, in the sporting world, right? It actually started, it didn't even start in the sporting world. It started with... No, like that the, was, the sp- uh, what happened was um, the college that he used to go to, uh, North Carolina, yeah. they were facing Villanova, and then they were winning... And then uh, it was. Uh, then they turned the ball over, and then they lost in the last minute. And so, essentially, they photoshopped his oh, his face right, on everyone's face, and just to get back at the, you know exactly. North Carolina exactly. fans. And then it became a whole thing where exactly. it was on LeBron's head. <laughs> it right. was on everyone's head. So at this point, it's still in the sporting realm, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like you, you know, you even think about when it was used at like the end of the Super Bowl. Like, they put it on Cam Newton's face. They put it on, like, a yeah. whole team. That was pretty funny. But now, it's, like, 
But again, it reached a point where now it's used for any time someone takes like an L in life. It's like anytime, <laughs> yeah. anytime you do something like, oh, like, clarify that. Like when you, when you like, when you fail like a test. One of them was like, oh, like when, uh, when like, uh, when your girl says that she's pregnant, but it's twelve oh one on April Fool's. <laughs> 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 Stupid shit. Like that, you know what I mean? Where it's literally used for anything that's, and everything. Oh, like, that's good. That's some, that's some so bla- now, bad luck, Brian, right there. Exactly. So now you think about what it's what is happening with the popular ones, and I even saw on like on like TSN, like the like the sports network, on their their Twitter, they're like, oh, let's like, what do you guys think will be like the next best like Jordan Cryface or whatever? And yeah, they basically yeah. just took like yeah, other like sad athletes. They took like Connor McDavid, and he's like confused. And then they take like Phil Kessel, and he's like grumpy. And it's like they got LeBron. Scene. They got the exactly. LeBron, and they did the whole transition from the Jordan yeah. Cryface to <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that, that was, was good. That was it good, didn't work though. Exactly. Oh, the Meek Mill meme. Oh my goodness! Oh, Drake oh, Meek man. Mill, oh, yeah. greatest about, memes ever. All those yeah, ones, right? memes. same thing. Okay, and the next one, okay, is the dab. Okay, let's think about oh, this. Geez, let's yeah. think about the let's think about the evolution of how you know you see it from guys like Migos. You see it from guys Migos. like Doug. Better than the Beatles. Let's state that for sure. Facts. Facts. Then, then it starts to move into most realms of hip hop. There's like video surfacing of like you know Future doing the dance, a bunch of other people doing mm-hmm. the dance, and then, and then it again it hits Facebook, it hits it hits something, and then and then you have kids at the spelling bee, but like and they're doing it like <laughs> what? 12, 13 times, right? Yo, he dabs thirteen times. Remember that video that I sent you where um, the kid has a problem with dabbing that he can't stop dabbing? Really? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a documentary. It's like the news. It's like a news. Is that mockumentary? It's got to be yeah, a joke. Like, okay, 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 yeah. But like the kid. He's like, yeah, I can't stop dabbing. Through <laughs> 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 like, the interview, you just dab. You know, <laughs> this is what I mean. This, like, a kid doing that, just like over and over again, in like excess, and without realizing what he's really doing or where it's coming from, is the equivalent of someone taking the time to put a Jordan face on every member yeah. of a like a sixty-man NFL <laughs> roster. Do you know what I mean? Is like, is like oh, having man. it once or understanding the significance of it is just like completely out the window. And this is something that I heard on the bus the other day, and this is this is where it becomes a little bit scary. Actually, is uh, the same way as I, I've already mentioned. When I can at least speak for myself is when I was younger, uh, up until I was fourteen, when someone confronted me about this. I very. Uh, Unconsciously, sub- yeah, without without thinking, I used the words uh, like "that's retarded" or I said "that's gay" or "no homo," stupid shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was when I was fourteen that uh, a friend of mine was like, "Yo, there's no need to say that. Like, that's just disrespectful." Um, and as time has passed, like I've, I'd like to think that I've thought more on these things, and it's helped me at least like become more conscious of these things. Um, but. Needless to say, very similar to those other two things, it was something that we heard, it was something we didn't get context from, it was something that we heard in excess, and eventually it was just something we did as well, right? Mm. Uh, The other day, um, I was on a bus, and there was a woman with, um, it was like a a summer camp in Toronto, and they were, it was very similar, you and I were on the bus the other day in a week, and there was like that summer camp. There was like yeah. on the bus. It was a similar situation. Um, she did all these, pardon me. She did Charno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like TTC. I can't even remember where it was. Um, but anyways, and all these kids are on the bus, and um, these kids are all like, you know, this uh, this camp counselor. She's trying to get all the like, you know, the kids to like kind of like stay close to her because she's on this bus at like 4 p.m. It's super mad packed, mm. and these kids are like bumping and they're obviously just like playing around. But uh, I see this one kid just kind of like, as like the bus stops, he kind of like leans into another kid 
and like uh, he bumps him a little bit and the other kid's like hey man like watch out what are you doing and this kid goes hey bro all lives matter bro oh, yeah. <laughs> don't say that bro all lives matter and I was just thinking I was like uh, at first I was just like oh my days like like this kid is probably like 10 years old and I don't think he like Okay, like, he I was thinking about this earlier, the, like... The consequence. We exactly. Have. Yeah, exactly. The consequences, the implications, and more importantly, it's just, like, to someone who's 10 years old, with, like, you know, his exposure to Twitter or whatever, he's probably not ripping through, like, a bunch of the educated people on Twitter who are, like, trying to break this down for people and explain why, you know, confront, or, like, why, uh, why, you know, to counter a movement like Black Lives Matter saying yeah. all lives matter is, just, is a problem, right? To them, it's like, they don't see that, you know academic discourse or just like you know intellectual discourse to them it's just like might see a hashtag might see this and maybe maybe they do know that it's something that is is being used to confront black lives matter but they don't understand how severe the implications are and it's just something funny because it's a hashtag that they see over and over again you know um and it is almost like a just like a new wave of that's so gay or that's retarded or no homo you know um, that's like freaky, you know what I mean? Because maybe it is just because we're at an age where, yeah, like for suddenly what it, these things are like for what it's up. worth. Like as much as information, I mean, the internet is uh, a great tool f- to spread information. It's also a tool to spread misinformation, right? Like, oh my days, like yeah. you can only imagine the amount of people who are say something along the lines of like like plain racism without like obvious obvious consequences because they're shielded by like their anonymity yeah. and it's it used to be MSN when you had a friend you had a problem with you'd be able to go on MSN and you'd say whatever you want and then you'd meet up in school and you'd be like okay with it because obviously MSN was a tool that we could say whatever we want without consequence the digital sphere yeah yeah and then now we have like Twitter and Instagram where like you just make up a make up a nickname like Big Dick Rick <laughs> and you go on Twitter and then it's my you, favorite you follow Big Dick Rick <laughs> I'm Big Dick Rick's only follower actually so please follow Big Dick Rick and, and you could tweet at anyone around the world and people can see it but what's so wild is these kids know everything that we're talking about because they have Twitter they have Instagram uh, they know what lit means they know what uh, dot means they know every term fire yeah they use fire on a daily basis that's what, and, and, yeah like that's insane right? I think twice a day is like my cap you know that like, fire yeah like I'll say, I'll say and, like, you're, oh, and, like, and you're a chef so yeah, <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying and like I still keep it to a minimum you know um, but well you gotta, you gotta we gotta look at the emoticons you know emoticons are evolving like that as well right oh yeah like every for every word there's an emoticon the eggplant emoticon was not, <laughs> was not yeah. did not yeah. mean what it's a like, uh, how do I tell you Becky want this that we need some eggplant in this uh, souffle in, in this peach you know? <laughs> bad so, and, and then raindrops <laughs> finally they hit us with these uh, eggplant emojis so I can oh, tell people I want to put eggplants in these recipes so how do you guys feel about the the colored emoticons the racially sensitive emoticons. It's very interesting because my phone doesn't have it. I switched Samsung? from my iPhone to a Samsung and the Samsung doesn't have it. You know? mm. Samsung knows. You know what? I use it. All, all, almost any emoticon that I'm using to uh, to talk about myself, I'll use it. I'm like, hey, they got it. You know, like, mm. my hands are brown. And I'm afraid. Like, <laughs> you know what, what, what kills me, though? Like, when you give that option of choosing your skin color, what, like, 
it, there's a sort sort of vanity there. Like, no, I'm, I'm this color. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, not <laughs> I'm not that dark. I'm not that dark. Yeah, so we, it, what makes me like laugh is when my friends choose like a very light skinned uh, emoticon and like they're very prideful of that. And then like someone make a comment like in the group just exposing them and be like, you don't look like yeah, that. Not <laughs> that's what that, you know, that speaks to a whole nother issue about, you know, dark skinned people just being, especially how many South Indians, how many Tamils are just like, you know, just like dark skinned women particularly are just shunned for their dark skin, you know? Like, yeah, think, think about like probably the most popular cream bread, fair and lovely. Oh, God. It's literally just like, yeah, it's just like, yo, your skin could probably be lighter. Messed yeah, up, man. Shout yo. out to all the uh, dark skinned queens, you know? Yo. So true. Um, we need them. Man. And uh, we don't have enough of them. <laughs> Your so genetics just ran more. really close to the equator. So, so all and dark skinned people, and that's fine, bro. Yeah, it doesn't mean so all dark skinned people breed more, have more dark skinned uh, children. Tall, tall, um, no, like, no big, sure. Hmm? Big needs tall people. No, I didn't say tall. Oh, you, you, you just said, said tall. You said tall. dark skinned people. No, you said tall dark skinned people. <laughs> <said tall. laughs> I did not say tall. <laughs> bro, this is recorded. wow. That's so messed up. <laughs> I didn't even know tall I was saying only. tall. Six feet over only. It was already in my. My uh, vocabulary, I just stuck it in there. I didn't Bro, mean saying it. I didn't mean tall though. Um, what do you mean? He's tall the five fives out there as well. Yeah, um, for real. No discrimination over here. <laughs> High top flip flops for the culture, for the people. Yeah. <laughs> for the people, only the tall people though. Don't get twisted now. Okay, so we don't have too much time left, but there's one very, very important, uh, you know, after all this serious talk, there's one last serious topic that we needed to talk about. Um, and that surrounded the uh, the popular TV show, children's TV show, Arthur. Um, this is something that you guys brought up to me a little bit earlier today that I'm still thinking about, but please pose the, pose the question. All right, so myself, uh, I know earlier this week, we were discussing on Arthur, which couple would be the first to have a teen pregnancy? So essentially just any two people who would have the first like you know baby yeah so i have a theory i don't know if you guys want to drop your theories first Dana, go ahead my theory is buster and muffy because i feel like buster has been like after third grade <laughs> uh maybe in like 10th 11th probably 11th 12th we'll give him that benefit Fun. he's been going after muffy these years has he actually? No, I mean not. Well, then the third he, grade, they don't the, like girls. It's a, it's a hypothetical. Cooties, cooties. But I'm assuming, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but France, but he kissed Francine that one episode. No, Arthur did, didn't he? No, no, uh, yeah, but uh, Buster did too when he got dared. Oh, that's true. That was a dare. I feel like he'll grow feelings for Muffy, and he'll try repeatedly, and she'll always turn him down. You know, like she's the rich girl, and he's like the dumb guy. Um, <laughs> he's the equivalent of like jo- uh, Jughead. From, yeah, uh, from Archie. Yeah. Exactly. I would give more credit to Jughead. Yeah. Like, Buster did pick up like a harmonica from a trash can. He did. He did. <laughs> and he taught. He self-taught. Probably. This guy also rode with the uh, side mirrors on his bike. <laughs> <laughs> I really rate that, bro. Just use your yeah. head, man. Just turn your head. It's not a big. Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't really rate that. But yeah, and then Muffy finally gives him a chance. Uh, Buster Buster's doesn't think. He uh, double, double bags, bags. his friction, <laughs> breaks the condom, and then impregnates her. Maybe that's but why. That's how he got. Maybe he did not. Maybe he did not. That's why he got Buster. Oh, 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 oh,
Yo, make, but he at least he's gonna inherit that money, you know. Ooh, I seen a meme where it's like Francine and uh, Muffy, where and then the line was, uh, "But I heard she had a baby, but Buster." <laughs> so, damn. damn, don't uh, kill me. I, I'm gonna have to say it's DW still. DW, DW with the twins. <laughs> the Tibble Twins? The Tibble Twins, bro. Those guys are some naughty kids, bro. Let me let me take in who the Tibble Twins are. It's a little round. It's still a little rowdy oh kids, my days. Those annoying ass kids. <laughs> oh my days. Yeah, no, no, but you elaborate because I know where you're going with this. You know, like, it's just... I don't even know what She's to say, st- man. Still it, it, just, it just works. It just works so well. Which like, one? She, she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know who the father is. They won't know until the baby's born. Oh, that's, wow, I bet she was going after Tommy, right? But then she comes to the house, and then Timmy's there. And she's like, "Hey, Tommy, uh, are we gonna, you know, T- do it tonight?" Timmy wears the blue rag. He's like, "No, they probably No, it's probably a, a shirt now instead yeah, of the." Yeah. He's, the, the yeah. he's at the doorway, right? And she's like, "Wait, she thinks I'm Tommy." He's like, he's like trying to grab for the blue rag. He's like, "Where's that blue rag?" And then he goes, "Oh yeah, shit, yeah, that's me. Sorry, yeah, um, yeah. Let's go. I got my uh, car right here, and then, yeah. and then, and then fucking Tommy's paying for the child support. <laughs> 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 but then Tommy has uh, maybe unprotected sex with her as well. So then he's like, "Oh, it's probably me." That's fucked up. Timmy's really the jerk. Yo, I'm baffled. Yeah, I'm baffled <laughs> by the stereotype. No, but I don't understand how you guys cannot pick Binky of all people. He's a guy who. Yo, Binky's the high, the kind-hearted guy, though. You know? Yeah, like, but I'm, no, no, I'm not talking about his kind-heartedness. I'm talking about his intelligence. This man thought a potato chip was gonna kill him <laughs> <laughs> and join the ballet with DW. Well, ballet, you know, he learned how to um, improve his athleticism. Yeah. His um, his love for dance. Maybe he just liked ballet. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. But you, you <laughs> no, I'm saying like he joined because he thought he was gonna die. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, so I I can't imagine like Binky not like any of the tough customers. Actually, mm. there's only one female tough customer. That's true. And that's the most logical choice for me. But you know who would, it would be sad if um, you know. If, if they had a kid early in the age, it would be Brain, you know? Brain has so much potential. Yo, yeah. Like, That'll be had, solid. If he, had a, if he had a kid in high school, bro, like, it would be over for him, you know? You just have to make ice cream all, like, the rest of his life no. ice cream, you know? I don't mm. think so. He can... I feel like... I feel like Brain had enough money to, like, just raise his... Let, let his kid with his parents and just go to, off to university or something. Yeah, it was probably... The, the story was probably a front for a dark job <laughs> yeah. or something. Probably. You know? like, but I feel like he would do two jobs and still manage school or something like that. Yeah, he figured it out. He's yeah, that guy. He, he's mad smart yeah. though. You know what? Right. You know what he probably did? Low key. Probably took out a student loan. He got his OSAP before he went to university. Okay, then on the Invested side. Then on the side, he got a job at a bank because he went to school for accounting. <laughs> then through his connects at the bank. Listen, through his connects at the bank, they gave him a loan for 30K. They gave him another line of credit for 30K. Oh. And then with that money, he put that down on a house. Uh, like a student house. Hopefully past okay. 2008. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he put it, yeah, probably, uh, probably two, we'll say 2010 he did this, okay? okay. Put the money down. You rented it as a student home, paid off the mortgage, <laughs> made money renting it off. He probably did. Paid, paid the OSAP, paid the student line back, finished university with, you know, 30 stacks in the bank. And we're Jeez. doing all right. True story. This is actually a true story. He did that with a kid. I can't my, do that without a kid. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You That's know true. someone who did this? Yeah, man. 
that's wild. That's really? Wild. With the kid? No, not with the kid. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna be like, cool. So maybe he would have. Yeah, I mean, maybe he would have finished with a little bit less. But I mean, he did this as a university student. That's smart, smart bro. I'll that's keep smart, his yeah. I'll keep his name anonymous for the time being. But shout out to him, man. He's got a kid now, and really, he's doing oh. well. Yeah. Is he our age? No, he's uh, he's he's pushing thirty now. But bro, uh, where was he when we needed him? Hey man, it's never too late. Advise the youth, man. If you know some good uh, knowledge, please tell the youth. Yeah, yeah man. If you ever get a pre-approval for a credit card, <sighs> you just accept it, right? Like, <laughs> you don't understand how valuable that shit is, bro. Major key. Once your credit score is in the gutter, you can't apply for shit. Just accept everything you can, you know? Like, tell so you the, right now. So the key to life is to have, like, 10 credit cards with, like, 10,000 each? <laughs> Essentially, you have $100,000. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do with it? Spend Ten- it all. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you have 10,000. You have 10 credit cards, 10,000 each. You have $100,000. Yeah, 100,000 in the wow, Just cash advance the whole thing and leave it. Like, <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> we go to Cuba so they can't extradite you? It was funny because like uh, one of my Asian friends at work, he's like, "Yo, you know, like he's always thinking about like cashing out like all his credit cards and just moving to China because his name is so basic that they'll never find him. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like looking for him in China and there'll just be like the like a million of him, you know, like they'll just never find him." Wow. On that note, oh, I, sorry. One one quick thing. Yeah. Last last week we were talking about Exco clothing. Yeah, I remember the store that sold Exco clothing. It was Stitches. Stitches. Yeah. And when Big I was time. a kid, I was so shy to go into Stitches. I thought I wasn't cool enough to go to Stitches. Stitches. Now I walk up and say Stitches like I'm the shit. Give me fifty mil or I'ma quit. <laughs> um, reference to a Kanye West lyric. Um, but shout out to Stitches, you know, um, they provide all the we're Exco. All, we're all here in solidarity with Kanye West um, also, the, and his family for the troubled times. Hey man, you know you know what we are in solidarity for? The truth. That's it, period. Whether it's with Kanye, whether it's with Michelle, Obama, whether it's with Taylor Swift, man, just the truth, man. Always give the truth. Actually. That's all we need. On that note, we're going to go do some credit card fraud. Yes, <laughs> um, thank you for being right. here, man. Thank you to Methusen, Anojin, um, for providing us a great episode three. Fantastic episode. Now, let's get to scamming those cards. Let's go. Oh. Catch you later. All right, bye.